It's Arata. I usually record this uh, podcast with Liesl. But today I'm doing uh, doing it by myself, it, and it's super weird, and I'm hopefully going to get through this without being too awkward. So forgive me in advance for um, maybe not having the best tempo of things. I don't have anybody to work off of at the moment to laugh and be an idiot and hide behind. Um <laughs> exposing myself for the idiot that I am. Um, But today's topic is really important to me because uh, it is the topic of shame. And I'm going to actually keep this uh, podcast, I think, pretty short just because I'm doing it by myself. There's only so much I can say. And I don't really, I don't know, I don't think it's anything special for me to just talk into the void for that long. Um, Shame. The topic of shame has been at the forefront of my mind a lot, especially as I get older. There's so much shame as children, right? For the things, the embarrassing things that we do when we're figuring ourselves out and our identity and our place in the world, so on and so forth. But that still happens to adults. Um, Particularly with my my shoot that I work on, that I've been working on for maybe the last decade called Please Don't Tell, that explores sexuality, what that means to people, how they like to be seen, what they like to see, you know, and the shame around being honest about it. And it's crazy to me that there's so much shame around what people want to do with their own goddamn lives as adults as tax-paying, bill-paying adults. It's, uh, it's pretty bonkers to me. And I was faced with the reality of my own shame recently uh, because, uh, well, there's no way, there's no sexy or non... Oh, I'm just going to say, it. I got a nose job. I had plastic surgery. To the average person, if anybody ends up listening to this podcast, to the average person, a nose job is, you know, something that we hear in our everyday uh, vernacular to some extent every every day in the news and social media, what have you. It's 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 cliche. Um, But to an average human being (laughs) such as myself, it is weird to talk about it um, and why. And so when I realized that I had shame even saying the word rhinoplasty or nose job, I, um, or plastic surgery, I felt, um, really awkward saying it to my friends and loved ones and talking about it to people that I don't know. I don't even know that well. I found myself feeling even a little bit shameful talking to my doctors about it, my plastic surgeon. Um, and even saying that I have a plastic surgeon, it feels weird. Like, who am I? Am I, I'm not, you know, like, I'm not a real housewife of anything. (laughs) I'm not even a housewife. I'm not a wife. Despite the fact, if I was, who cares? There are, I'm not trying to look like anybody but myself. I had something that's been bugging me for 20 years and I decided to take care of it. I finally put my actual actions and my money where my mouth is and I did it and I don't regret it the mental space that I've cleared up in my brain not worrying about this thing anymore I'm telling you it's something that I've been thinking about for 
20 years probably. And all of a sudden, as of 10 days ago, aside from the recovery and the swelling and the bruising, whatever, I don't think about it anymore. Like, obviously, I'm I'm thinking about it like this is a, you know, still a change in my life. It's on my face. Um, It definitely caused some worry. But... I don't worry about it anymore as something that I need to do, as something that I need to hide, as something that I should be ashamed of because it's vain to want it. And it's such unhealthy, it's such an unhealthy relationship with oneself when you do that, when we do that. And I didn't want to do it anymore. For anybody that's listening to me that doesn't know me that well, I try to, you know, I wrote a quote many years ago that I think I've said before um, at some point, uh, went semi-viral, if it's both terrifying and amazing, then you should definitely pursue it. I actually try to embody that in my life. I do, I, I came up with that quote after the fact of all the things that I've tried to do in my life to pursue the terrifying and amazing things that can happen in our life. Why? Because life is short. Life is actually short. Yes, it feels really long in the moment. It's wonderful when you look back on the years that have passed. I'm only in my late 30s. I still have a long stretch of life to go. I'm hopefully going to live into my early 90s. I'm doing the best I can. But I'm also self-aware to understand that at any moment my life could end. It's not like I'm walking around the planet worrying about dying. But I am worried about not making it count. Maybe, Maybe it's the Russian Azari in me. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's... I mean, I was like this before my grandmother died earlier this year, suddenly. Um, I have always felt that it could all be gone tomorrow. I never want to regret the things that I never said. I don't want to regret the things I don't say or the things that I don't do. Even with the mistakes that I have made, I don't regret them. I have had more regret in my life when I didn't act with bravery. It might sound cliche, but it's true. I'd rather be vulnerable and feel um, an emotional hangover from professing my love to someone or telling somebody how much I hurt and being vulnerable and showing those wounds and being embarrassed about it because maybe it's unrequited or whatever, then to wonder what if for the rest of my life. I can't think of any greater punishment than living with a what if. I want to be happy and I know for a fact I increase it, I increase my opportunities for happiness whenever I take risks. Now, I'm not just going around doing risky things all the time, but when I'm faced with the opportunity, I um yeah, I like to um 
I don't know, live on the wild side, try a little, I like to do the things that might, you know, even inspire somebody or be a great story. I just, I want to look back at my life and, and say, yeah, I did that. And I, and I have to say the most rewarding thing that I've ever experienced is when people come to me, maybe, maybe years or weeks or whatever down the line. And this has happened. I will get emails and messages from absolute strangers once. I'll never hear from them again. Sometimes I actually form friendships with them online. But a lot of times I don't. And I just get this random message from somebody in my inbox that tells me, I ran across your quote, I ran across this, or you said this to me, or you did this. And it inspired me to do X. And I just wanted to say thank you. That is, you know, I don't have children, but I, but I imagine that's what it feels like when parents have children who come to them and say, mom, dad, I did this. And then you're so proud. I'm proud of absolute fucking strangers that come to me and say these things. It's an honor, honestly. Um, it doesn't happen, you know, every month or every year even. No, that's not true. I would say about once a year, I I have something, some sort of story. Um, it happened to me just earlier this year, actually. Um, but yeah, back to the rhinoplasty. Um, I realized I had a lot of shame in talking about it. I kept calling it the surgery and it didn't, and it felt weird coming out of my mouth because it, it it's a voluntary thing and how dare I <laughs> how dare I spend that money on something that would make me feel better about myself or perhaps more attractive um, but I had to get over that um Because I did it right, and I'm fucking proud of myself for it. I look like myself, just a slightly improved version, at least in my opinion. (sighs) This whole experience has been a reminder that um, we need to be unapologetic. Unapologetic about the things that we want in our life that betters that life. Hopefully not causing any harm to others, I assume this doesn't cause any harm to others. Although, we'll see. I haven't told my parents yet. They know that I was going to do it eventually. Um, I just didn't want to terrify my mother or my dad about with uh, the the bruising and swelling and everything that's happened in the last uh, 10 days. It was hard to look at myself in the mirror. I I had a shame hangover, I guess. I, and through the process in the last 10 days, I've had to remind myself to trust the process, to trust myself that I chose the right doctor. I picked the right time in my life. I did everything as best as I could to be in this moment. Honestly, there is an absolute, I, I look back at my life and there is absolutely no other better time than now that this could have happened.
I'm in my late 30s. I'm single. I have a great career. I have a roof over my head. I have incredible friends, incredibly supportive friends. I found an incredible doctor who understood my vision and how I I wanted to still look like me. And he helped me get there respectfully and within the budget that I was hoping to keep it within because good doctors are not cheap by any means. They never should be. Um, you get what you pay for, people. Just just saying. Um, you know, and I, I started seeing a therapist a couple years ago, um, just before the pandemic. And and that has been really helpful for me because I really wanted to also make sure that I was in a healthy mental space before I jumped into that. And I am. I honestly, knock on wood, I'm in the best mental space I have been in my entire life. And if this is how things are progressing, not that life isn't going to be full of challenges and what have you, but if this is just my launching point, things are going to get really good. And I'm really excited about that. And so all of that to say that as much shame as I have had about pursuing the surgery and spending the money and all of that, all of that aside and what that means, R.E. vanity, right? Um... It's a, it's an exciting time to be alive because I'm shedding layers of myself that no longer serve me and I'm really looking forward to seeing what kind of opportunities will unfold in my life because I'm now looking at life kind of through a different lens. It's the same kind of effect if you bungee jumped in your life or skydived. I've never skydived. I don't think I ever will. I'm not signing up for that. No interest. But bungee jumping, however, I know people are scared of it. I really don't understand why. I, In my opinion, you're strapped in. You're tied to something else. It's going to be fine. I know where people are like, oh, but it could snap. I'm like, yeah, but the chances of that are really small. If you're jumping out of a plane with a parachute, the chances of that of not opening and then your backup parachute not opening are pretty damning. You know what I mean? Anyways. um, Also, there's something about like, you know, being in the air too long, thinking about how you're going to die if the parachute doesn't open. Anyways, this is where... (laughs) If you're listening, if you're a stranger listening to this, you probably think I'm a psychopath, but that's fine. Anyways, bungee jumping. It, um, I did the, I did it by myself, meaning I didn't go with any friends. I went with a, a, a group of people, uh, that signed up to hike in the LA mountains to the bridge to nowhere. We bungee jumped as a, you know, one by one as a collective group. And I remember that moment of release, letting, jumping off of the ledge, 
just free diving face forward into the air. And it was the most unnerving but liberating experiences of my life. And something in that moment, I think, clicked in my head of trusting myself that I set up the structure for myself to be okay, to do dangerous, wonderful things, but that I'll be okay. I don't know, it was, it was invigorating. And I, um, I think back on that fondly and, you know, I'm, I'm moving back to California part-time uh, as I start my bi-coastal lifestyle. Um, I mean, I'm pretty bi-coastal right now anyways, but, but really officiating it uh, this, this fall. Maybe I'll do it again soon because it'd be interesting to do it now, many years later. But it's very similar in that you just kind of dive into this unknown experience of, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to trust that I did everything I could to set it up right for myself so that I could land safely. I did it with bungee jumping. I did it with this plastic surgery experience. I've done it a number of times. Yeah, I did it, uh, you know, earlier this year with uh, leaving the agency I was working with in New York and fending for myself and having consistent work and making good money from it and finding finally a group of people that I truly feel wonderful working with and knowing um yeah it's really rewarding life is good and so dear listener if you find yourself in a moment of shame about something that you desperately want to do that like I said doesn't do harm to others and hopefully doesn't do harm to yourself just go for it I think you'll regret it more if you don't know. And say things work out. What if they work out? What if who you are is waiting to be who you've always wanted to become? If that makes sense. Yeah. I think I'm done rambling, but um, thanks for listening. And uh, (laughs) hopefully I'll be back next time with my friend Liesl and you can enjoy us being idiots together. So um, yeah, in the meantime, have a wonderful day, week, wherever you are. I hope you're safe and loved and... And if you're, you know, interested in sharing what you're interested in pursuing, um, if this inspired you in some way, then uh, I'd love to hear it. Uh, my website is erotasvetlana.com. You can Google it. <laughs> Google me. Um, 
and I'd love to hear it because um, sometimes it's important to support each other, right? Anyways, have a great day. Bye.